back on with you. I think it's so cool to get get returning guests, especially uh, with people as interesting as you are. I want I want I, don't, I want to go right in though. What's been going on with you, man? Like with all the stuff you're talking about on Instagram and shit. What's going on? Oh my god, it's been freaking hectic, bro. Last two weeks have been insane. Like it just every day I'm getting a phone call that's like crazier news and crazier news. It's just nuts. And there's there's some things I can't you know talk about because we're trying to okay. So like the first time when I had the DHS footage. I couldn't talk about because the SCU had it and okay. they were doing analysis on it and they didn't want to get bombarded with emails and stuff like that. So that's the reason why I couldn't really release it when I wanted to. So once I did, then you saw the unfortunate fiasco that occurred yeah. when that happened. <laughs> and um, I kind of laid low for a while after that because, you know, it was, it was a little disappointing to see, you know, the reaction that you got from the, the community that you thought, you know, was working together to get this, you know, to get the answers to, to everything that's going on. And just to see that divide and that toxicity was like, it was, it literally sucked the energy out of me, honestly. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it got me literally to almost just stop doing this altogether because it was just like, what's the fucking point? You know, excuse my language. But you, you, you've been, you've been going through some shit for a while too, though, because like, I don't know whether it's because it's just how like algorithms work or like if there's an actual reason or what, like you've just been having a hard time with social media in general. So yeah, they, they, um, it, it, it's not for some people are some people are telling me that they still have access to it, but I think, um, it, it seems like the ones that have had access aren't having the issue, but any newer people looking are like, for example, like my link tree, Instagram completely uh, blocked it from my channel. I can't, no one can access it through the channel. I can't even post it. It comes up as a warning saying that I'm posting, um, uh, like, like, I forget what they call it. Like, like, like spam. Yeah. Something, something like that. Or, something. or, you know, like, like that's like, there's something wrong with the site. Like it's, you know, Corrupt uh, malicious. Something. Yeah, okay. Malicious. So Instagram just completely took it off. And I see other people posting their link trees, which is, why I was like, okay, you know, what's up? Because I'm not posting anything, you know, crazy on mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just information. You know what I mean? And I actually have someone who works for uh, Instagram on the side who uh, is actually a follower of mine. Oh, cool. And, um, yeah, he's been looking into it too to kind of figure out what's going on because apparently he says that uh, a few people at Instagram are looking into why they're doing these things because apparently – you know, it's something that um, they've seen and they have no explanation for. So it's basically like, like, uh, uh, I, I guess you could say it's there. There is a censorship thing going on. Do you? And they're trying to figure out why. Do you but, think you know. it's like it's a it's a censorship thing, or do you think it's like a huge mistake in how the algorithm works? Because I've 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 I wondered. I was like, okay, so what would it be that's causing you know Andy? account to do this maybe it's because a lot of your posts are of like your thoughts so you post pictures of your your notes maybe to the algorithm that looks like scammy you know because when people post stuff like that it's like oh they're trying to sell something or some shit i don't i don't know though well here's here's one post that i'll tell you um i i shared someone else's story okay okay and they had their story up with no problem. I shared it and got 
and had it removed, stating that I was violating some kind of copyright thing or whatever. I'm like, what? How? I mean, this guy just, it's on his page with no problem, but no sooner I post it as an issue. So when I sent it to my friend, he looked into it and he was actually able to reverse that. And I taught me and him were talking. I'm like, Do you, you know, are you starting to see now that it looks like I'm being deliberately messed with? Because why are other people allowed to post these things? But no sooner when I post it on my page, it's automatically removed or taken off or something is 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 like basically targeting what I'm putting up. I, I just can't understand it. And he got he came to the conclusion because at first he thought that it was the same thing you said, that it was something with the algorithm, that whatever I was doing, maybe it was, you know, the algorithm was picking it up. But then after multiple incidents and me sending him the screenshots, yeah. um, he started to kind of second guess that whole algorithm thing. And, and now he thinks that, you know, my page really is being targeted for some reason, because he told me that there are some individuals that work for Instagram that personally monitor pages. Cause uh, also the, 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 um, the stories that you repost or share, do those accounts have more or less followers than you? Uh, some of them have almost around the same amount as me. Hmm. Cause then I would say well, my, my thing would have been, um, oh, okay, maybe they're picking on you cause you have a bigger following, so they don't take notice to the smaller guys. I, but if that's the case, then I don't even know. But then how does that explain that my link tree doesn't appear on yeah, Google true. in Google search? What yeah. does that have to do with with Instagram? You know, and I've seen it. People have sent me videos, uh, uh, you know, screen recordings. Well, they'll go on and try to search for my uh, link tree and it won't pop up. So, which is interesting yeah. because what, what does that have to do with Instagram? So... It's uh, it's it gets you it gets you thinking as to what what's going on when it comes to that. It's very odd. Yeah, it's weird because if something like that happened to me, I'd be like, I am such a small time guy. No one has any reason to try to censure me. So like, I wouldn't even be like, oh, I just got unlucky. But I get because like, I guess because like you're more like uh, I don't want to use word like political is wrong, but you're more uh, like news. You're more news than I am. I guess I could that would make sense. Is that right? I guess I maybe I that's what, the only thing I could think of is maybe they flagged my page for, a, you know, false news or something or like, like that. Cons- and conspiracy stuff, maybe, because I know a lot of conspiracy stuff gets weird. Maybe. I don't know. But honestly, it, it, it did not start happening until after I released um, that footage. Weird. That's when that's when all because I never had any problem. Yeah, I used to get 50, 50, 60,000 views on, on some videos. And now I it's I'd be fucking lucky enough to break four thousand, you know, three thousand. So speaking of which, though, you're starting a YouTube channel. Well, the channel is been has been up, but okay, I haven't really up. done anything with it. And I went on it recently and saw I, I had almost like what was like almost three point seven thousand. So what are your like what are your plans with it? Well, we just uh, we just got off a call a little while ago with uh, two of my friends that you know I'm I'm. I would like them to uh, start this with me because, you know, you have all these podcasts and everybody's, you know. Talk to me, Andy. Talk to me. Yeah. You have all these people that are putting important people on their on their talk shows, you know, and it kind of gets boring after a while. You know what I'm saying? You want to mm-hmm. talk to me personally. I look at this subject like, you know, there's nobody out there who can call themselves an expert. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? There's no one out there who can tell you they have the answers because none of us have any answers. There may be one or two individuals, you know, in, 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 in a high position of power that has some kind of explanation to all this, but 
as it stands, nobody really knows. You understand? Mm. But to me, the way I look at it is the everyday people that have experiences that are legitimate experiences, they have more to offer than these individuals out there that call themselves experts because they actually have been around this. You understand what I'm saying? Like with me being around that craft so close to me and having the experience in my room, I've actually been in contact with that. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I would rather hear the story of someone who's been there and has had something happen to them than someone who claims to know just because they have been reading up on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. to me, I feel like that's, there's more information to be gained from doing that and putting you know pieces of the puzzle together in, in that way than speaking to the same big shots over and over again with the same stories and the same information getting absolutely nowhere. You know what I'm saying? No, I, 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 I absolutely, I think, um, doing it that way, it sounds more fun. Like, it's like, I would talk to a lot of, a lot of UFO guys and I, and I would tell them how, when I, you know, when I was younger, UFOs were a mystery. They were like, it, it was scary. It was like, what is it? It was, it was confusion. Like I didn't know. And, I've I've grown up so accepting of aliens and UFOs that at this point I'm like they exist. I don't like just show it to me already. So I'm kind of I'm kind of angry. I'm not really I'm like tired of it. Just fucking show me. So when I when I when I listen to a lot of the hot shots as you you would say or a lot of the people that would say they're experts, which in in their field sure, but when I listen to the all those people, I'm like, yeah, I, I already believe this. Like you don't really have to convince me anymore. So I, to a certain extent, the more interesting stuff is the people that who have, who claim they have, they have seen things. Yeah, I think that is a lot more interesting sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, when you think about it, it is you know because you're you're now speaking to the individual that 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 actually physically seen it or possibly touched it or yeah. you know so that's that's incredible. That honestly, it's one of the things that always got me so into this story was I mean into the subject was hearing other people's accounts and it's like your imagination goes yeah. wild because you're wondering, holy shit, you know, like what the hell did this guy go through? And did he really see that? And if he did really see that, then what does it, you know, what does that mean for us? You know, like where does that put us as a human race, you know? And yeah, so it's, that, you understand what I'm saying? That makes it even better how you said the word, uh, like you have to trust the person and in that mystery of whether or not this person's telling the truth or just, they're being just like, or they're, they're literally crazy or they're being assholes on purpose. That's part of the mystery of like these anecdotal accounts, which makes it fun because any of it could be true. You don't fucking know. So that's what makes it fun. It's like when, when, when actual scientists that are, are UFO positive, like they're like, this stuff is real. I believe them. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Show me the stats and the numbers. And I, you're doing great work and I want to hear more of it. I believe, show me, tell me. But, um, it's the it's the small guys that make it interesting, you know. So I, I like that. I do like yeah, that. That's that's why I think the we'll 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 get we'll get further into subject if we continue going that down that route than leaving it up to these big wigs and government and military. Because come on, they you know we all know they have a, a, a certain agendas when it comes to all this. You know, there's there's a lot to gain for them. You know, they're looking at it from a. a, a you know, money point of view and, and power and, and technology. And, you know, a lot of us is just want to know what the hell all this is, you know, and, and who are they? Me personally, I just, I would love to meet 
or speak or find out more about the culture or you know the, the beings themselves than the technology because just think about what else you know the, their daily lives consist of that might be even more amazing than their technology so one of the reasons like I'm, I'm I've been getting back on my UFO game and I've been getting more interested recently uh, more 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 than usual because of the political political crescendo the world is he- going to, uh, into right now like with like this World War three stuff like on the horizon and shit like there's so much going on and uh, I don't want to say there is or is not going to be uh, wars or anything but with tensions rising across the planet, that's usually when more UFO settings are. And I'm, I'm getting back into it. Like, I want to talk to people. I want to know, like, what what do they think? What do you think is going to happen? Like, do you think we're going to start seeing more things because of the rising tensions across the world? I don't think we'll start seeing more things. Um, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe we might see more things only because they're monitoring what we're doing. You understand? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I don't really think they care if we wipe ourselves out because to me the way i'm looking at it after hearing different stories and you know like i said putting pieces to the puzzle uh putting pieces of the puzzle together is i I feel like i feel like the planet is more important than us Mm -hmm. you understand yeah i get it they probably just respect the fact that we're here you know i mean who knows if, if we've been here since anunnaki and the stories of them creating us for you know, doing what they didn't want to do is sort of like a slave race or true. And they just kind of monitor us throughout the years to see what, you know, our, our, our development was like. Go ahead. Is that the story about uh, the reason why we mine gold? Y- yeah. That, that supposedly. Can you, can we you, t- yeah, can you t- tell me that if I, if, as if I don't know about it, cause I, I want people to know what that story is. So I'm basically the way it goes is I, I might not begin the you know, the details entirely correct. But um, basically, we were cre- there was a race of uh, hominids, I guess you could say, here on this planet. And that species was, they mixed in DNA, alien DNA or their DNA with that to create us, this, this species that, that we are now humans, as a slave species to mine gold that they needed because they didn't want to do the work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where the story of us came to be came from but that again you know it's well, just a story so the reason why i find that so interesting though is because if i'm remembering correctly and i think i am because it's something i i like i kind of cemented into my head i was like this is interesting it it goes where it's like aliens or or, or the gods came down to the planet and they told uh these humans hey listen we're gonna need some gold because we're gonna we gotta try to save our planet from the sun destroying it. So they, you know, split the DNA together so there would be intelligent and uh, strong slaves to search for gold. And they also the whole the whole theory is that they they put inside of us the desire for gold. We we like the way gold looks. We want gold. So we're mining for gold, hunting gold, and then the aliens or gods would ever take the gold, they go back to the planet, we never see them again. And the reason why it's so interesting is because present day, right now, uh, a couple years ago, there was uh, an idea that there's a one of the options to stop the sun from harming our planet 
is to sending in orbit uh, clouds of gold dust. And because we're talking about that now, how that's a, that's an option for stopping the sun from harming us, which it sounds like a really stupid option, but it, it's an option. <laughs> um, knowing that that's even an option may, like makes it a little bit more valid, the story of our ancestors seeing God saying, hey, we need gold to protect our planet from the sun. I mean, you never know. <laughs> That's the thing with, like these, cool. with these stories, you know? Like, you just never know. I mean, who knows what they needed it for, you know? Maybe gold has more implications or, or you know, things that can be done with it than we, we know about, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, Maybe it, yeah. for them, it could be used for something completely different, you know what I'm saying? Um, but that's 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 the story how it went with that but um i wanted to touch up on something that you mentioned before when it came to the stories and you know people and yeah not believing. Go ahead. um so I, I i spoke with an individual i i can't really mention the name unfortunately but he's working on a story uh for the whole dhs story and everything and how obtained the footage and all and we were talking about that in the sense of, you know, how you believe other people's stories. And it's funny to, to hear his explanation and what he looks at. And, and he actually went to, if I'm not mistaken, he told me that he went to school for it, like reading uh, body language and all that. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what I do when I hear someone else's story is I look at how they tell it. I look at their reaction, their, their, the, the tone of their voice, you know, like, like the way I, I try to see yeah, myself, no in them when they say a, a tell a story because i know when i tell mine you know I'm, I'm extremely passionate about it because i know what i saw was real you understand mm -hmm. so that's how i go about doing things and if i speak to someone that's what i look for and i can determine okay you know what this individual is telling me he's, he's being honest you know he's not he's not bullshitting like for example john ramirez i don't know if you heard that story of his when um he was explaining how he had that um that, that experience where he was in the field and saw all these, you know, uh, orbs on the ground that looked like oh. egg cartons with, with these golden orbs inside. And when you look in it, it was like this, like cloud, different colors or something like that. You know, you didn't hear that story. No, I don't know that one. Yeah. Well, he was, he was telling that story with interesting story because, um, he says that he, because of that, he was able to, he says there was a voice on his left side that was telling him that basically now you have an option to pick who you want to be. And all these balls were different lives that he can see from beginning to end. And the one that he decided to choose, he says from that point forward, he was, he was able to remember his birth. So when you hear him tell that story, I'll send it to you after this. Yeah. Send send it to me, yeah. Very, very interesting story. Um, you could you could hear that you know the, the the guy's really being honest about what it, what he experienced. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And also the fact that he went into um, the whole like uh, uh, um, uh, sleep paralysis that he experienced, bro. That made my freaking hair stand up because the exact same explanation that he gave as to what he experienced is exactly what I experienced. So that's that's. In, in my opinion, those are the things that I look for when I'm talking to someone. And that's why I feel like, you know, approaching this, this podcast in that way is, is best because, you know, I, I we'll, we'll be able to get like genuine stories out. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. Cause the other 
danger, or not danger might be too strong of a word. The other thing to consider when with stories like his or really anybody's is that when you when you read body language or when you listen to their inflection or how, whatever it is you're trying to study to to see if you can trust this person or see if there's any merit to what they're saying, there's people that they're not lying but they genuinely believe this thing did happen. So it's like if I were to tell you that I saw um, Bigfoot walking through Times Square, I might actually believe that happened. And my emotions are genuine. And you'd look at me and like, fuck, this guy really believes this, but this footage it clearly shows that it didn't happen. So that's the other thing to consider, where it's people really believe things happened even if they didn't happen. So there's there's still so much mystery. So it's it's it, yes. I think it's it, it's appropriate and it's responsible to, to you know learn how to study body language, learn how to you know really be a good deducer of someone's character. I think that's good. But at the end of the day, someone might be as honest as they they can be and really think something happened, but they saw it incorrectly. That's the other thing. So it, it's it's hard to decipher, you know. Yeah, it's it's unfortunately that's just you know the way the human mind works for some people. You know, this yeah. is why it's also a very dangerous subject to get into because you know the human mind is a dangerous place. You understand? And you know, like absolutely. Yeah, what you just said is a real thing. You know, and um, that that that's unfortunately a, a big problem when it comes to all this because. It also makes it difficult to discern the, you know, the, the reality from someone's imagination. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're, you're right. You know, it is it is one thing that that you have to consider when jumping into this is, you know, is this person believing a hallucination or believing something that, you know, wasn't really there, but in his mind it's real. You know what I'm saying? It's it's unfortunate, but that is a which a real to, to worry about. By the way, even if it wasn't real that person believing it as hard as they do that on its own is interesting that person is interesting for that alone but b- before we get sidetracked i, I want to recommend something to you uh so my most recent one-on-one interview uh his name is i think it was Bashoy. his name is Bashoy, and he recommended me this book and it's called talking to strangers um i do i have a little review on it on my instagram channel but if you're starting a podcast, especially a podcast the way you're doing it, where you have to talk to people and it's a, it's it's based on trust and it's based on, you know, deciphering someone's truth, I recommend this book because the whole if you don't read read it'll like reading you can listen to it it's, a, it's eight hours long if you listen to it, um it's about how we have no idea really how to decipher whether a person is telling the truth or not, um. And that's okay. You have to accept that. But sometimes either these are the flaws in, uh, or these are the consequences of either trusting someone or not trusting someone based on what you see from that person. It, I learned a lot. And I, I, th- I, I, think, I think if you're, especially because you're starting a podcast and the book is about talking to people you don't know personally, it's called Talking to St- Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. Um, but it's on my Instagram account, so you can just go look at it. But I definitely recommend that for you. Yes. It does sound interesting. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, no, those people, regardless of, of whether they're telling the truth, if they believe it's true, that on its own is interesting. 
I, I really do think so. Well, I mean, yeah, because then you got to think about, all right, so how does the mind work that allows you to, yeah. could, you know, can convince you of something that, that, so someone else wasn't there, but to you was, you know what I mean? So yeah, that in itself is pretty interesting. But then who's to say that, you know, they didn't see something and you just didn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's, that's another thing, you know, it's so, it's so crazy when you get into all this, because it's like, there's no, there's no real answer, you know, which is the best part about this because it's a mystery, you know, and, and that's what keeps it interesting. That's what I'm saying. That's what makes it fun. It's, it's, it's the unknown. It's because as soon as like, cause I'm tired of being angry about it. I'm, I, I'm tired of being like, come on, just fucking like, we know, we know, we know. Like, cause when they're, they're, they're saying, we're not saying it's aliens, but uh, yeah, UFOs are real. And it's like, okay, okay, can you, come on, just finish, tell me. But you know, though, you know what, um, I, I, I've, I've said this a million times, and I, I'm going to keep saying it because I, I wholeheartedly believe it, is that, you know, people think they're ready, but I don't, I honestly really? believe that they're not, you know, and, and out of the entire 8 billion population on this planet, I would say 1% is possibly psychologically ready well, to experience something like that. How about how NASA hired a whole bunch of theologians? Well, that's why I would say only 1% because the other, you would have to figure out a way to get that kind of information through to them because, you know, of all these different beliefs out there, you know, you got people that believe these things are demonic. You understand what that, I'm saying? That's scary. That's scary. Think, I mean, think about that. You know, you have people that are thinking that that these things aren't real, you know, that that it, they're against God. I had a long discussion with my father just a couple of days ago telling him everything that was going on. And he had me on the phone for over an hour telling me about Jesus Christ and how these things are demons yeah. and the devil. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at individuals, for example, like my father, you know, that that's a that's a pretty shocking thing you know if if these things appear they're going to look at them like evil you understand and the response is not going to be positive it's going to be negative it's going to be violent you know what i'm saying so i'm pretty sure these species know this which is one of the reasons why they just don't come down and say hello because they understand that you know that our physical appearance is not like theirs and if we appear to them in our you know in this form they're just gonna freak the fuck out you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day you know that the the, the human psyche is very fragile bro it's extremely fragile you understand what i'm saying like yeah. just look at just look at everyday uh life uh you know and 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 the way society is built like look how easy it is to just manipulate the the the, the mass population to doing what you want them to do you know what i'm saying mm. like uh uh Apple does it all the time with with their with their cell phones. They bring out a new cell phone. Everybody's lined up outside their stores, ready to buy them. Why? Because they figured out how to get into the mind of people, and get them to want to buy something that they don't need. Well, it's it's consumerism. It's uh, I actually recently I'm I'm making a new series on my channel, and and the first episode is going to be about consumerism and self image. But yeah, no, it's I actually think app like not even Apple. It's like all the social media stuff. Like it, it it's brainwashing. Um. But I want to touch on what you said about the demonic thing, where it's, I wonder what it is inside of people's heads that either makes makes them choose that is angelic or demonic. Like, why 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 not angelic? Right? Weird, huh? Well, that's just it's been in you know ingrained into our DNA now for how long? You know, yeah. since the Bible's been written. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
So it, it, it's just literally a part of us, of who we are. It's been, our ancestors have been talking about demons and angels for as long as we can remember, you know? So I think that's where it comes from. It just comes from our past, honestly. Yeah. But um, that the reason why I say that 1% is going to be ready is because, you know, I consider myself part of that 1% because I'm able to, I used to be Catholic. I was born Catholic. I used to usher in the Catholic church. Mm. I would, then I switched to Christianity I used to usher in Christianity also, but something about that just, I don't know, something just didn't, it just didn't feel right. You know, like, like it just, something was off, you know, I would, you know, I would go to church and I do everything I was supposed to do. And, and, and it's just something in the back of my head just kept telling me, I don't know, this is, this gotta be more to it than just this. You know what I'm saying? Like it can't, this cannot be the answer to everything. You know what I mean? It just didn't feel right. So I like that we're getting into this because I, I recently finished reading the entire Bible. Um, and it's so cool, actually. It's actually very cool because part, one of the coolest parts about it is that it it's an almost 4,000-year-old book. And it talks about landmarks that you can visit today. Like, it's that's cool. That's That's crazy. But, like, when it talked about, like, you know, the clouds telling you what to do or when God uh, had water spill out of the rock or, like, when Moses uh, got the tablets. Like, there's a lot of really interesting stuff in it. And I just finished Revelation, right, the apocalypse. And you ever... Hmm, it's just... It's just when it, it, I, I, I get scared comparing aliens to God because in the event, which I... I uh, if I'm being honest, I want God to be real. I want to believe, and I, I do believe. And I get afraid of comparing aliens to God because I feel that's kind of blasphemous. But I but I will because I, I'm not doing any harm. If aliens are God, if God are is, is aliens, whatever, holy shit, that would it make so much sense. Well, when you think about it, and I mean, you know, you've read the Bible, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Now think of the Bible. I always ask this question: Do I take the Bible, the the word of the Bible, a hundred percent to like to you know like mm-hmm. everything it's saying, like truth? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like like do I believe every every single thing that's said, and see it as absolute truth? Mm-hmm. If you looked at it that way, it's the most fantastical, ridiculous story yeah. you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. Because you sit there, you're like, what? Okay, how can it possibly be? You know, like there's more questions now just from that alone than there is with UFOs and trying to figure that out because it's like, all right, so if it's not UFOs, then what was it? You know what I'm saying? That they saw like crazy magic and all this stuff, like wild fantasy, like Lord of the Rings type shit going on back in the day. But when you think about it using a little bit of logic and fact of what's been seen already now for thousands of years as well, and you put that into that problem, all of a sudden the answer starts to become a little clearer. You yeah. understand? Like, like it kind of mixes in like, like, like freaking uh, milk and chocolate and, you know, chocolate powder and milk. Mm. And, you know, it just fits. You understand what I'm saying? And then you think of the stories, for example, all these incidents that you talked about with Moses and he went up to the mountain and came down with a tan, you know? Okay. So then you put a, UFO that's emitting radioactive, you know, uh, light or whatever, and you Moses is near it, he's gonna get a little, little crispy. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like the thing. The thing is, it there's a lot of. I don't think it's 
a good idea to take every part of the Bible as fact because not only has it been translated for many years, but I'm 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 sure so much of it has been lost. And because of the translation from Latin, a lot of like the trueness of it isn't the same as it used to be. But also there's like a lot of different types of Bibles which have different types of way of saying things. Yeah. But the the general takeaway is, you know, listen to my laws be a good person and you will have eternal life and one of the things that's really cool again my last podcast guest Bashoy he has an incredible um idea of who aliens are and why they are and he and he compares it to religion and it takes him like 15 minutes to explain the whole theory but I'm going to try to do it in like you know 20 seconds basically he says that Religion exists because we want to get to the next plane of existence. We want to get to heaven. We want eternal life. Aliens are the ones that gave us religion. Aliens said, listen, if you're all good people and you don't kill each other, you could base, you can make a lot of technology, eventually make spaceships, and, you're, and the human race will go on and live forever in the cosmos. So, so heaven is a placeholder for legacy. So the idea of being a good person and not killing people was just alien saying, if you follow these rules, you guys will make it to the stars. Um, and that was a really cool idea, and he explains it way better than I did. But um, there's a lot of room for theories and speculation um, because of how everything's written. It's, just, it's cool. It's a cool, it's a cool topic. Yeah, well, the, the way I look at it is, uh, you know, how many religions are there right now on this planet? Thousands currently. The way I look at it now is I don't like to associate myself with religions of man because Mm -hmm. man is corrupt. Man is flawed. You understand? And for example, when you look at the Bible, you'd say it's been around 4,000 years and you're right. You think the Bible was not retouched up or changed or altered in some kind of way in 4,000 years. We all know it has. The Vatican is holding information that has never been released from the Bible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a known fact. You understand? So when you look at these things, you know, it's unfortunate. But, you, you know, with me, the way I look at it is I can't fully put my trust in it because I know that mankind has tainted it. You understand what I'm saying? So the way I look at it is I feel like I'm more connected with God because the way I look at God is outside of humanity. I don't want to associate my God or what I believe God is with humans. I feel like God is literally like we are living in God right now. Mm, like yep. when you look at pictures of the universe and the way it looks from, you know, from our perspective, I mean, it, it does look like the neural connections of your brain. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's almost damn near identical in a sense but in a massive, massive scale. So when you, when you think about, for example, like the fact when they say that, oh, God is omnipresent. Okay, so how could you possibly be everywhere at the once? The only way you could do that is if you are everything already. You understand what I'm saying? So what if everything that we are looking at is what is considered God? Maybe the universe literally became conscious at one point and we are literally just a figment of its imagination in this entire existence of this universe. And we possibly don't even really exist. We're just a thought. 
You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I like the idea that it's we are the universe experiencing itself. You know, because if we are all made of stardust, we are just the universe experiencing itself. I think that's a really cool thought. You know, I mean, it's 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 it kind of makes sense though when you think about it. You know, I I like, get what you're saying, Andy. I I totally get what you're saying. I think, uh, and I've heard it plenty of times before. The the thing is, it's like. That's really hard to grasp. I mean, infinity is not something we could understand. And if, if we say, when you say, okay, so everything, the, the creator of everything is everything. God, I am God, you are God, my girlfriend's God. We are all this oneness, this wholeness, this, this unity, this pulsing life, which is God. We are part of of the omnipotence am i getting this right like we are every yeah right exactly so so would in your hex because because i was going to ask you like what do you, what do you mean when you say you don't like you, you don't attach yourself to like man like man's religion but i you explained yourself i didn't have to ask but do you think there now we're we're we are so off the rails right now but do you think not really honestly no I, well <laughs> do you think that there is a stopping point where there is one creator i'm asking you an impossible question so do you think there's that or do you think it's a never-ending cycle or something like, what would you think it is honestly and if you look at it now if you put in the whole uh, multiverse theory then you know now you now you're talking about multiple yeah, oh gods you know what i'm saying so it's like it it I, I trust me i've pondered that many times and it just like takes you down this hole that's like holy yeah. crap yeah. <laughs> and the possibilities is like endless honestly i mean you, you think about I mean, okay just oh, uh, this is how i look at it right all right we have the ability to now look at life in the freaking atomic realm you understand what i'm saying like yeah like, yeah in the smallest possible thing that, that we could think of we've actually seen it now you understand i, I mean you even physically photographed it you know what i'm saying yeah and then you look out into the universe at these massive things that are out there and i mean what if what if we're literally living on one of these things that we're looking through on a microscope you understand and someone is now looking at us in their existence through a microscope and seeing what they think is an atom, you know what I'm saying? And electrons and neutrons and all this stuff orbiting each other. And it's actually our star with the planets around it, but they just can't see that because of their perspective of where they're at in this existence. So, I mean, it could be something like that too, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make it even crazier. You ever see inception? Yeah. You know how like, the, you know, how, like the, the deeper you go into dreams, they say that, the the slower or the the slower time the faster time moves the, fa the the deeper you go into dreams the faster time moves so you could experience a lot more so if you're in one dream uh you can go through an hour of time and whatever you get the point what if yeah. the smaller let, let's say we are inside of an atom right now the smaller you get the quicker time moves Therefore, we are experiencing all of humanity, but somewhere out there, it's only been like two minutes. 
you know, it's possible. I mean, just I think look at what cool. happens when you when you leave this. You know, when a regular astronaut shoots off into space. You know, time changes yeah. just from yeah the, the relative the relativity stuff. We are. I love this. We're just fucking around. This is great. <laughs> but you know what, though? When you said that, oh, we're off topic, we're really not. Honestly, if you think about it, we're really not because all of these topics are uh, 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 fringe topics. You know what I'm saying? All these topics yeah. are topics we don't really know about that, that lead into, I mean, any kind of possibility. And when when you were talking about your friend with this whole thing about religion and God and, and aliens – the way I look at it is if the Bible story is true and you mix in this whole, you know, extraterrestrial phenomenon into that, then what's to say that, okay, God is everything, right? The way I said it. Mm-hmm. And these beings, uh, the way I used, the way I would put it as like, they're like white blood cells of, of, of the universe. Right. Okay. And they go around from different planet to planet finding or, or making sure that, that everything is, is, is going good. And when they find something that can possibly be negative, they monitor it to make sure that it doesn't spread out throughout the galaxy to corrupt everything else. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. what if, what if they had a, from their own were corrupted or in, in some way and were banished down here as a sort of like a prison, you know what I'm saying? And they just monitor us to to see what happens with us. I mean, who knows? And that, something like that. that makes me scared because I, everyone gives me shit for it, but I don't want to. I don't want it to be simulation theory. I really don't. Because <laughs> like if if these are just admins flying around and fixing the code, I'd hate my. I'd hate everything. It'd be so stupid. I don't yeah, want. I mean, that. I mean, it's and it's possible. I mean, look at okay, look at where we're at right now with our own technology. Yeah, you understand. We're making vain, we're making games right now that are unreal. I just well, man, now you understand why they call it the Unreal Engine because it's unfucking real. And I don't know if you've seen that new. Um, it was like in the PS5 they have that uh, Matrix experience with the Unreal Five engine. I didn't see it. No. Bro, I play. I pop that in, and I, you know, just to check it out. It's a little demo to show you, you know, the the power of the Unreal Five engine. It is unbelievable. The city looks absolute. New York. It was. It's like you get to explore the entire city of Manhattan, or island of Manhattan, and I mean, it is incredible how fucking realistic things are getting. So now, if you think about that, right? Who's to say that we create a game and that little character one day just decides to Oh, I'm I'm alive. What is this? You know, and and decides it, it, it starts to become aware of the fact that it exists, like and you, then yeah. sees us messing around and yeah. doing things, or we enter in a GM oh, all of a sudden God. starts doing things that's like all crazy, flying all over the place, oh, and the character's like, "How are you doing it?" It's kind of similar, you know, if you think about it, just on a really crazy scale. I don't know if I could handle that, Andy. I don't I know. know if kinda, like if you <laughs> yeah, think forty. Forty years ago, we had Pong, and now we have this. Imagine what we're gonna have in forty more years. This, right? It's fucking, bro. I am. <laughs> I can't handle that. I don't listen. I'd, I was talking to my co-host for the movie. movie. You talked to him, Johnny. The, the first, the first time you did an interview. Oh, yeah, with yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to him, and I asked him, and if he was in the Matrix, would you choose the red pill or the blue pill? I was like, would you want to leave the Matrix? Or stay in the Matrix. And he said he'd want to stay in the Matrix. Because if it doesn't matter anyway, fuck it. Who gives a shit? And I said, 
I'd want to leave the Matrix because it's like romantic. It's like let's let's fight for something. And he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like he was, he wouldn't stop making fun of me. Like I don't, I can't handle the thought of this not being like real. I would, I would, I would off myself. Like I don't, I couldn't handle it, Andy. I'm gonna go crazy. Fuck. Well, maybe maybe that's why they don't tell everybody the real truth. Yeah, because I just admitted I'd kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think about mean it. it. What, I would you, mean what, it. What, what would people have to live for if they found out that they were just here for no fucking reason? That there was nothing else after this but just blank? So that's a really like thick philosophical question, obviously, that's been pondered for years. It's like for years, for millennia. What's the point of life that's basically what you just said and a lot of people you know turn to religion and they accept that there's an afterlife people some people turn to psychedelics some people say the point of life is to live it like there is no reason um and the i want there to be a reason i have hope i don't like the thought that there is no reason because if there is no reason i feel like i'm meaningless however if it's true that we are all God, we just don't realize it. Like, if we are all part of a, 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 a wholeness, then I do have meaning, regardless of whether or not there are heavens and hells. It's just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I'm getting squirrely. I'm getting, my brain's exploding. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I, I always thought, I looked at it like this, too, that it was very possible that, you know, Religion was introduced to early humans as a method of control in the sense of, you know, like um, their violence, you understand? Because, I mean, just look at us now, you know what I mean? Like, we've been cutting off religion now and people don't really talk about it in schools and the world's kind of like fucked up, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just no morals. Everything's just out the windows. Kids do whatever the hell they want, you know what I'm saying? Like... There's no respect for people anymore like that. Not, not, you know, I'm not saying that before in the past it was, it was, you know, everybody was super respectful and we lived in fucking harmony, but you can tell that there's a massive change with the way people treat each other now than they used to before. So I I was just talking to Johnny about stuff like this, like 20 minutes ago. Uh, He was just here. We had to record an episode before this. Um, and, And we were talking about the movie Network. Uh, I think it's 1976 it came out and it's about you know news broadcasting and stuff and we were getting into it Johnny and I we were talking about all this stuff and he was saying Johnny was saying you know Mark I don't and I, Johnny I'm sorry if you're listening to this and I'm saying it wrong so you know everyone take this with a grain of salt but he was saying that is it true that the world is worse today or is it actually just the same, and the only difference is we're seeing more of it because of the media and because of technology. And that's that's a good observation. That's like, okay, you know what? That's probably right. But I think eventually, the more we are aware of the atrocities that happen on the planet, regardless of whether or not we're committing more of them, eventually, consuming more of them will make us more you know violent and will make us more aggressive i think eventually it's like a negative feedback loop you keep going you keep going and, and even if it's one percent every year i think it does get worse um i don't have an answer for that i don't know what to do about it but that's my observation 
No, I it, I I feel like well, I just look at it. You know, I compare it to, um, you know, my childhood, and then seeing, for example, the kids of today. Like when I was younger, I'm out. I was out in the street. I mean, and we still have video games then. You understand? Yeah. But I we were out in the streets playing manhunt at night. Oh yeah. Riding bike, doing you know, doing your kid shit. You know what I'm saying? Like like just having fun. Not you don't see that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to really talk to anybody. No one trusts anybody. I the way I look at it is, okay. When you think back in our history and all these civilizations that existed, and you know civilizations that we never even knew existed, possibly the exact same thing happened with them. But you know the basic principles of society and and the way they lived are, are they're not that different than now. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have your elites running everything. You know they're doing things for money and power. You got the, the the poor people that are struggling and and trying to survive, and you know we're used as as slaves and, and shit like that. It's not it's, it's not different now. The only difference from then to now is technology and the fact that we you know our minds are a little more open in a sense. You understand what I'm saying? Like we've yeah. it, it I I feel like our consciousness evolves throughout time, but the basic principles of how we live are still primitive. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, it's like you getting a brand new car, but you keep putting the old oil into it, I guess, in a sense. You this, this is a, our technology is evolving faster than we are. That's what it is. Yes. It is. Yes. And then like, if you think about it like that, it's like, how do we, how do we truly move forward? If this is, is this always how it's going to be? You know, is our next generation going to do the exact same thing? Technology is going to get better, but their thought thought process just going to still be primitive. You know, like, I mean, how much further can you possibly get in evolution? If that's just the way it's always going to be, you know, Well, now we got the brain chip and we got these shit, you know, it's like (laughs) fucking we're turning, we're cyborgs already. Might as well put it inside of our body this time. But when you think about, but then when you think about all that, now you're talking about the fact that only these individuals in power are going to have the say as to who gets what or how these, you know, new humans in the future are going to be created. You know, so then it's like, I guess the 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 the, the wealth and the, the wealthy and the rich win in, in a sense. I don't and, know. I don't know, man. <laughs> there, are you uh, are you familiar with uh, Dune? With what? Dune, the book or movie Dune. Uh, I, it sounds familiar. Yeah, it should. So it came the the movie the original movie came out in the eighties. the The remake came out uh, in twenty twenty one last year. So good, so fucking good. <laughs> Everyone rent out an IMAX theater and and demand them to play this movie. It is so good. I read the book, and the book isn't too great. It was really good on the second reading after I watched the movie. So try that if you want, everyone. But in Frank Herbert, the author, he he creates the science fiction world where there's no artificial intelligence. There is no AI at all. And then you ask yourself, okay, so then how do they do calculations? How do they travel through space? How do they um, make create machines? Like, how do they do anything? And the answer is psychedelics. Frank Herbert thought, okay, if if we are evolving, we could either allow technology to evolve or we can evolve. And and if the choice is between artificial intelligence evolution or human evolution, I would choose human evolution. 
if 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 we and I, like I said, this is fucking really fucking weird shit we're talking about. But if we can do psychedelic stuff rather than artificial intelligence stuff, I think we could be more connected as humans and as a planet and as a society. Oh, yeah. But we are moving like with with the metaverse, with all like all the shit Facebook's doing, all the shit Google's doing. Even though I I think Elon Musk is a pretty cool guy, um, all the shit he's doing, it's like all this tech stuff. I think is is doing more. It's beneficial for the for the planet, but harmful to humans in a lot of ways. I think it's really bad for us. It's 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 disconnecting us from exactly. nature. So if if so, Frank Herbert has had a cool the the author of Dune has a really cool idea where it's like if we do away with AI and we experiment with psychedelics and find a connection with space and time through psychedelics, um, then we can enter into a better, you know, a better epoch than the one but we then, would... But you, yeah. but you know that there's some truth to that. You, you, yeah, you know no, that. I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll give you an example of, of the truth behind that theory in a sense. Go ahead. Look at some savants. There's, there's, some, there's some savants out there that, that can pick up an instrument and, and play it like they've they've been playing it for years like and and learning it for you and they've never really done anything with it yeah the, you know they, they'll they'll play the piano or for example like look at daniel tamman the uh uh like he's incredible with math and and can learn a language in a week you know what i'm saying and the way he explains how math is done in his head is he doesn't see numbers the way me and you do he sees shapes colors and sounds and if you if the way he explains is is let's say for example 300 plus 6000 each yeah. number will have a different shape and between and so that one number will be here and the other number will be under the side and the shape at the center that starts to come out will be the answer that's how he that's how he does his math in his head and he you know like like this information is like almost like if it's downloaded into his mind you understand what i'm saying so that possibility that information could literally be just accessed like that, the way we access it on our phones through the internet, our minds can literally pick that up just from, you know, the universe itself. Yeah. Do you imagine? I mean, think about that. If it, 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 if that happens already now with very few individuals on this planet, then that means there's something even bigger out there that can allow the human brain to access that and who knows what the possibilities are or, or what we can accomplish if we for example you know did it like that with the psychedelics well you never know i i i believe i think i think we should give it a chance and i think a lot more people are i think they're looking into it more um what's that there's a, a guy that talks about like the stoned ape theory i forget, I forget what his name is um but he talks about how psychedelics could be the reason why humans found the next step in evolution because you know we couldn't make our heads larger because we're killing our mothers but we could make it more compact and maybe psychedelics did that you know maybe that's what made us a little bit more smarter um well, or more smart it's whatever also opening up i mean if you think about it um i'll use me for an example with my experience it it honestly does feel like a door that was always closed in my mind was like kicked wide open and all of a sudden, it's like I'm looking at everything in such a different way. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like you literally experience something that's outside of your reality, and now, you know, you 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 have all these thoughts that you never would have you know even considered thinking before, flooding your mind and all this. And it's possible that something similar happened 
to these individuals maybe use the psychedelics too. They unlock certain doors and all of a sudden you're, you're thinking in a way that you never thought you'd think before and you come up with these incredible ideas or these inventions and, and you know, you, you, I mean, it's happened uh, w- w- with certain uh, inventions that, that we have now in medicine. A lot of them, I mean, not a lot of them, but there's some individuals, I don't know the names, but I know that through uh, the use of psychedelics, they came up with these inventions and we still use them today now in hospitals. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, think about it. Yeah. If you could come up with something that incredible to help save the lives of human beings from doing mushrooms. <laughs> I mean, just yeah. imagine what else can come from that. And it's natural, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think more research should be done, and it is being done, and it's being more widely accepted. Um, and I think wor- world leaders, you know, should be okay with it. I know some are. Like, I don't think it should be... It shouldn't be illegal. I don't think any, any of that should be illegal. But I think there needs to be an education on respect for it because I don't... I, I, I've always... I don't smoke weed, because I, I I don't like I don't like it like I don't it's not my thing. I think anyone should be allowed to do it. However, you like you know the type of people when it's like like you're you're hanging out with your friend and they cannot hang out with you unless they're smoking. That's a problem. That's unhealthy. That's a habit. That's an addiction. You don't do that. It's same thing with drinking. I think if this stuff was taught more uh, by either our our parents or our schools, I think a, a greater respect for it would be. Uh, learned and then we could responsibly participate in that as a as a culture you know and what what if listen what if you know this whole you know phenomenon that that's going on and what if that's what they're trying to push us towards you understand what i'm saying yeah what if what if what if that whole the concept for that for that movie dune is an actual real thing and these beings that we're seeing out there are actually doing all of the incredible things that they're doing without the use of technology yeah. the way we look at it you understand what i'm saying because if you think about the fact that some of these crafts are said to be sentient or alive then how do you possibly create something like that you understand what i'm saying with metal with steel no way you understand what i'm saying there has to be something else that is being done to in order to for that to be even be possible you know what i mean like imagine yeah. you're getting your car and your car is alive with you <laughs> Think about that shit. That's crazy. And you can't, there's no possible way that we'd ever be able to accomplish something like that using the technology that we're using now. I feel like we're so dependent on this that like we, we talked about before, it's disconnecting us from, it's disconnecting us from reality. Honestly, it's like we're creating a, uh, an alternate reality for our own minds. You understand? Because now you're looking at, you know, uh, putting VR now and you're traveling the world just sitting in your in your in your living room. You understand what I'm saying? Now you don't need to get into a plane and go actually experience it. All you got to do is put on a helmet and you're there. You understand? And you still get the same sensations, visual, you know, uh, 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 sensations that you would if you were there. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like uh... about it like that. You know, it's it's really bad road that we're going down <laughs> when it comes to technology. Yeah, it's like and it's like trying to you know get us away from that. The argument between remote viewing or VR—that's basically what it is. It's like, would you rather do a VR or remote viewing? And if you choose VR, you're an idiot. Like, I would give anything to learn how to remote view. If like if that shit's real, 
which I know like there's a lot of government like experiments with that stuff and like research with that stuff. If it's definitively a real thing, give me that any day. I'd rather travel the country with my brain or travel the world with my brain than with a recording on the Oculus, you know? I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a real thing, you know, Yeah, they wouldn't have been, you know, like researching it and be so interested in it. You ever see the uh, movie, the men who stare at goats? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wasn't that, didn't they say, I don't know. I don't know if this is actually true, but didn't they say, it's like, sir, um, the, the Russians are having a, a psychological, whatever program. They're like, why? It's like, well, because we tricked them to thinking we were doing it and it's like are we doing it well no we're not doing it well now they're doing it i know they're doing it so now we're actually gonna have to do it it's like that whole <laughs> bullshit like is it real or did they have to do it out of necessity because the russians were doing it who fucking knows but no, i i so believe cool. it i, I honestly so cool. do believe it's real i actually had um i i attempted it once is there's a there's an app um i forget what it's called um Oh my god, I forget the name of it. Basically, it's a remote viewing app that that kind of challenges you to try and figure out the picture you're about to see. Yeah. So you you it gives you a blank yeah, it gives you a blank page and then you kind of just put what you feel is in the image. All right. And then they show you two pictures and you have to choose the one that you feel it's, you know, that 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 was the one that you saw and then it lets you know if that was the picture that, you know, was the correct one that um that they chose. It's it's kind of it's kind of weird yeah, yeah, to explain. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Absolutely. So check this shit out. I mean, I don't know how, <laughs> how accurate this was. Like, if it's a scam or whatever, I don't know. But I was I was blown away by mine because it's the first time I ever attempted it, and I drew basically like a um, I had seen what I thought was a stream. So I drew, I drew like a little, like a little path, like a, like a, no, uh, yeah, yeah. I drew like a little stream and I, and I, I put down like grass, like I saw grass and clouds. And then I drew, this is the part that got me like, I mean, freaked me the hell out. So I drew a U shape with another smaller U shape at the center. Right. But I drew it upside down. Okay. So as when I was done, I hit, you know, like completed like I was done with my prediction and the two pictures came up and I go and pick the one that I thought it was and ended up being the correct one and I was blown away because the picture that I picked the pathway that I thought was a stream was actually a walkway and I drew it the exact same direction right on the bottom part where I drew grass was a patch of grass the clouds were up in the top but here's the crazy part the U shape that I drew it was a tombstone that was on the grass, but it was the other way. I drew the tombstone upside down, and right inside of the tombstone was another U-shaped indentation. And wait, where was this? The, the, this was uh, from the picture itself that, that I picked. That ended up being correct. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I couldn't. I was like blown away because of the U-shape that I drew. Everything oh, else, yeah, it that. was like wow. But I drew the U-shape upside down. But in the picture, it was right side up, and was a, and it was a tombstone, the same shape, and inside had an indentation of a smaller U in the in the center. And I couldn't, I I mean, like I said, I, I don't know how accurate this, you know, how they set this game up to do that, but I was, I was blown away. I was like, if, if I really did this shit, I can't believe it. Well, you know, 
then like they say that anyone could do it. It's just a matter of like practicing. Oh, oh, wait, wait. I got, I got another one for you. So after that, because a friend of mine has showed it to me, he decides, okay, let's do one. Me and uh, it was three of us in the group chat. He was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm looking at an object, and I want you guys to, you know, figure it out to, to guess what you think it is. So we, you know, we attempted it, and it's really hard to do. It's so difficult. It's so difficult. But for the second time, I came up with this whole thing and he was like, no, it's wrong. And I told him, I said, but for some reason I keep seeing this eyeball and my other uh, uh, friend told me the same thing. I see this eye. I keep seeing a picture of an eye. He sends us the picture of what the object actually was. And it was some drum set, like some uh, native American drum set, but right at the center, I swear to, I swear to everything. (laughs) was a fucking eyeball staring right back at me. I'm like, you have to be shitting me. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way. I was like, there's no way. I put the phone down. I was like, I ain't doing this shit no more. Yeah, yeah, I could not yeah. believe it. I said, I'm just two in a row? I said, this is impossible. But yeah, that was that was my experience with uh, remote viewing. I think that stuff's so cool. Yeah, it, it was pretty damn cool. I couldn't believe it. Like the I idea- mean, what are the odds that, that you look, you saw an eyeball and right at the center of the object, the random object that was in his room was a one single eyeball. Like I was like, wow. The idea that, that we had the capability of, of maybe doing stuff like that is really cool. But that, that, that brings me to, I, I think this is like heavily like critiqued. Like I think it's pretty controversial in the, in the UFO community is the, the CE5 stuff because I, I can accept the possibility of CE5s being real. And for, and for people that don't know what CE5s are, they are basically humans contacting aliens, not the other way around. And how they do it is they do it like telepathically, like remote viewing kind of stuff. The reason why I have a problem with it is because people charge money to do shit like that. And it's like, I can't really trust you now, you know? I mean, I I know you. I I know who you're talking about, <laughs> especially yeah, with Greer. You know, Greer. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. I mean, but the good thing is that you know, you can try it yourself. You don't need to go to these things. You know what I'm saying? Basically, what remote viewing is is you're literally just, um, you know, putting positive energy out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's no different than you going outside and and praying to to God or to your God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The way I would do it is I go outside and I just look up and I just honestly, I'll just be like, you know, thank you. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll thank you for letting me view the sky or see the stars or, you know, I just basically just put out positive energy as much as I can. And that's basically how it works, you know, because they if it's if, if it's true how this works, they home in on that energy. You understand what I'm saying? And they basically present or appear or, or do whatever it is that they do. Um, I'm, I don't really practice it like that. I just literally, I've been doing it like that now since I was second remember, I just go outside and look up and I don't see nothing. I say, Oh, thank you. Anyways, for the show, you know, yeah. stars are still beautiful. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's because when I see people do anything with CE5, I, I ask myself, okay, what do they have to gain? By showing me this stuff. And with with, with the whole Gur thing, let's say he wasn't charging like $5,000 a session for that 
I don't know if that's real. I'm just making shit up. No, that's that's actually real. That's it's, how much is it five thousand? Like some crazy amount. Of okay, money. Let, let's say let's say he wasn't doing that, right? He still is producing UFO content that makes money, and I know. Listen, everyone needs to make a living. I get it. I'm not. I don't have a problem with that. But it's because he's doing both, you know, the making money off the docs and making money off CE5s. I'm like, you want to be this this voice for this kind of thing, but you're like, you're kind of being a shill a little bit. It, it's just one of the reasons why, honestly, I, compl- I frown on it so much when it comes to this. Like right now, you know, I'll get into a little of like what's going to be happening, you know, um, in May. Um, there is a, there is an event that's going to be uh, coming May 27th through the 29th, um, and I made I, I made it very clear to to the individuals that we're going to be working with that you know I don't I'm not doing this for the money, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, and the reason why is because you know no sooner money is involved, everything just it's it's always it always taints it. It always takes the purity away of of whatever the hell it is that you plan to do. It just, that's it. You already ruined it because you're asking for money. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to keep what I'm doing as with, with as much pure intent as possible. You understand? Yeah. So if it means that I got to work a nine to five for the rest of my life, then you know what? Fuck it. I'd rather make my money like that than try to make my money, especially on, uh, you know, this one of the most, the most important subject in our existence and 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 ruin it with the exact same crap that we've been doing with everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just refuse to do that. I I prefer to do it this way and and do it without asking for a dime. So at least I know that this was done completely with, with pure intentions. You understand what I'm saying? Like I yeah. just I just don't agree with making money off the UFO topic like that. Well, and I, and like you said, I get that, you know, unfortunately people have to survive because this fucking society is built around it. You understand what I'm saying? Like you can't live without money, you know, it's unfortunate. But if I have the opportunity to work for it, I'd rather work for that money than to try and make money off of this subject and that's the way i look at it you well, know? and that's my that's my that's the way i'm approaching this whole thing in may hopefully too though if you know your youtube gets going you you can make some you know adsense off of that and you can you know get sponsors i think that's okay because if you if, if if you're like on your youtube and you start like pushing an agenda and making money and I don't, that's kind of weird. But if you stay yourself and like you don't, and even when you start making money, if you don't change, I, that's, that's, that's good. That's all right. Because you're, it, you already have what? 3.7 thousand on YouTube. You said something like that. Yeah. If you, all you need now is 4,000 watch hours and because you're doing a podcast, if you post like two or three times a month, you'll get to that 4,000 pretty quickly. Um, so you'll be making AdSense very quickly, um, and once you get around like like fifteen to fifty thousand uh, subs, hopefully, like God bless you, I like, hope that happens for you. Um, sponsors will actually reach out to you, so you'll make money. But as long as you you know stay true to this like doctrine you got going, like this idea, I, I think it, it can it, it's respect. It can be respected. Well, it's, I, okay, I, I'll I'll clarify it. So. 
if if that happens later on, okay, that's a different story. But I'm looking at like the way I'm saying, the reason why I'm saying that now is because what we have happening um, or, or the, what, how can I put it? Um, the possibility of this being very, very big is there. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And because I, I'm now, you know, in a position where, you know, I can, I can possibly make some kind of, you know, a, a dent in this. I look at that, like, I want to keep that pure. Yeah. You understand what yes, I'm saying? Yes. Like, like I, I refuse to accept money for that because, you know, you're now talking about something that can potentially impact the human race in a positive way. You And to make money off of that to me is wrong. You but might have no this, choice though. What's up? You might actually have no choice. So you don't have to cash out, but there are going to be, I'm pretty sure there are going to be funds sitting in your Google account. I mean, I don't know. It's the first time this, you know, anything like this ever happens to me. I never even thought I'd be in, you know, find myself in this position, especially, you know, like yeah. after all the shit I've been through in my life, you know, I never thought I'd, I'd be sitting here, you know, talking to some random kid in New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, not just that, but bro, I'm, I just started this page because I got fucking fed up with all the bullshit out there and wanted to put some, you know, real information out there. Especially, yeah. you know, the fact that I've seen it, and then all of a sudden here I am, sitting on three pieces of footage that literally have, <clears throat> like, like I mean, the only real three pieces of footage that have come out there from any fucking military branch or anything like that. I'm sitting on them. Four, one is 40 minutes long. Another one is, is you know, of an object chasing an A-10 warthog. And then another one is from a, of an object near an Indian reservation, also, you know, floating over uh, cattle and everything that looks like some, I don't know what the fuck and, it is. And, like and, and people, no one has these? I, I've, no, well, they're public now, you know, I put them out okay. there, but I was literally, you know, at one point, the only one with these things. And I'm like, holy crap. And how were you so lucky to be able to be the only person to get something that you, that, <laughs> no. that you, yeah, that you thought was uh, credible? Like, how did, how did that happen? I just, I, the source just reached out to me one day. Apparently he followed my page and just liked, you know, how I presented things and the way I, you know, viewed things and felt comfortable sharing it with me and he shared it with me and then the rest is history. But the good thing is, is that, you know, I, I recently got some really good news in regards to, you know, all of that bull crap I went through. So um, pretty soon I'm going to be giving a big middle finger to Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Like I know like you keep, you keep hinting at stuff and I'm like, I really wonder what, I know you can't really tell me anything, but I was like, I wonder what's going on, man. I wonder what's I going wish, on. I wish, bro. I want to tell you. You understand? Yeah, I'm, I I'm like I that. You know, I mean, you understand how difficult it was even when I was holding on to that footage before, you know, for those two or three months. I was like, oh, my God, I just want to throw it out there because I don't agree with holding back information. But the only reason why I'm doing it this way now is because, you know, these opportunities don't come like this. And and now I'm giving – I've been given an opportunity to to, to – be on a platform that can literally reach, you know, the world. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's, that's huge. And if that means that I can use that to bring out a positive message in regards to this phenomenon, then fuck yeah, I'm going to do it. You understand what I'm saying? You should, um, you should set up a rumble account as well. 
And it's really, well, Rumble fucking sucks because it's brand new and they don't know what they're doing. But <laughs> um, it's really easy because if you, po- if you um, set up a Rumble account, you could make it. So whenever you post to YouTube, it just posts directly to Rumble. You don't have to do it twice. You just do it once. So it's like no extra work. But you should do it because you, you first of all, you immediately get monetized. Uh, second of all, you um, there's 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 no what's it called uh, like restrictions like there's no censoring, and it's just a good idea to be on multiple platforms. And if, also, if you need any help, if if you want to make your podcast not only like a YouTube thing but like a Spotify, Apple, Amazon thing, let me know if you need help. Like I I can help you out. Like it's really easy. You probably don't need my help, but in the event that you do, um, Shit. say it again. No, I said that I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Um, but yeah, so anyway, though, so so, what what kind of like thought process do you go through in in your head before you say, okay, this piece of footage is something I want to get behind? Is there anything, or like, have you not even had something stupid come by you? You know, I, I've I've get you know footage that people send me that that you know I just I kind of you don't want to be rude. You know what I'm saying? Because people out there are, are you know, they confiding they're, very, in you. they're confiding in you. Yeah. They, yeah, exactly. You know, and, and, but sometimes some people capture some pretty normal things, you know, and I kind of have to like gotcha. break it to them. Gotcha. You know, what you're looking at is probably this or that's more than likely a drone or blah, blah, blah. Um, but the problem is now it's just, it's so fucking difficult because you got, so many assholes out there now that are making videos on purpose to deliberately fool people. And you got, you know, unfortunately now these drones that, um, like that new, uh, what is it? The, the, um, the first person view drones. I'm not sure. Oh yeah. Like the video game drones. Yeah. Like, like the race ones. Ridiculous. Yeah. The ones that use for like competitions. I mean, it's incredible the shit that these things can do now. And of course, if you're looking at it from far away, you're not going to know what the hell it is. And a lot of these things now can fly at night. You know what I'm saying? Like with no problems. So if you, you yeah. know, there's there's a video someone sent me of a of an object. I think it was some some somewhere in India, and had a green light and it was moving around. And I'm like, but well, that's just a drone. You yeah. know, some like, guy flies one around here all the time. In the '90s, you could have been like, that's a fucking UFO. But now you're like, I don't have no idea, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's why I, I try not to I try not to focus too much on new videos anymore because it's literally a 50-50 chance that what you're getting is either something worth looking at or just CGI or drones. Yeah, what know? a shame. You like really these days you really need something convincing. I you know I never didn't really think about that. Well, that's that's the reason why I'm focusing so much on these Department of Homeland Security videos because <laughs> this is coming direct from the source. You know what I'm saying? Using military equipment. So well, how do you dismiss that? You know, back to the, I want to go back to the World War Three thing because in the event shit goes down, Andy, we're gonna see some wild stuff. Like we will see technology. I mean, like was it the B fifty two bomber that was kept secret for fifteen years before it leaked out to everybody, right? Um, and like the SR seventy one, I don't know how long that was a secret for, but like we've kept secret for a while. But it's been so long since, like, a government technology secret has, like, came out that if World War III, bro, the things that we would see, I I can accept the, you know, like, the, the, the Tic Tac video. I After all this World War Three shit, I, I can accept that might be humans. That might be humans. 
you know? I mean, you never know. It's it might, might be humans. It might be it, us. It's, 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 it's very possible that we've achieved anti-gravity to a certain extent, yeah. you know, and like I, I definitely see that happening. Like if Bob Lazar was talking about that shit how many years ago, I don't see it being yeah. impossible, you know? Well, that screw Bob Lazar. Look at uh, Hitler was uh, experimenting yeah. on it. Screw, it was, screw it was Bob Lazar. And she says you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. look, they, they, uh, look at the Glock. What is it? The Glock? And, I have um, no idea. Yeah, I think that it was the bell, the Glock. Oh, yeah. I don't know much about that. I'm I'm very skeptical about it. I know it was a thing. I don't know what the reasons or what anything about that. Like, I don't know what. Well, it was some, apparently it, it, it was... Uh, um, well, the device looked like a bell, and it used some kind of red liquid to power the 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 device. And I think it was like some counterclockwise, uh, counter rotating, uh, like a, engine uh, like that in the like inside a, would actually create and generate like a, a gyroscope. Uh, I'm not sure, something like that. But I don't I, know. I know that that was sort of the explanation, and it would create its own gravitational field and actually lift and it would be held down with uh change or something like that and if i'm not mistaken i think um it ended up disappearing in, in one of their experimental try you know trials I have no idea. that's yeah. that's where like i try to stay away because that's where you're getting into like like really like all right buddy kind of territory where well, it's, it's like it, no, well no i no not really because right, you also got to think about this and I, I always said this, you know, every time I, I spoke to people, I was to tell them this, you know, Hitler wanted to create a master race, right? Yeah. Of blue-eyed, uh, I mean, yeah, blue-eyed, blonde-haired uh, uh, humans. Blue-eyed, right? white dragon people, right? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> when you think about that, right, you know, Hitler also had a massive fascination with the occult and with UFOs. Yeah, right? I've heard a lot of that stuff. Okay, so who, what else, if you follow the UFO phenomenon, you know that there's multiple races. And one of those races is called uh, the Nordic Blondes. And the Nordic Blondes mm. were blonde, tall, blonde-haired, blue-eyed beings that looked exactly like us. So could it be possible that Hitler came into contact with one of, one of these beings and was so mesmerized by them that he got this ridiculous fascination to create a race of these beings? And, and did it in the most fucked up way, you know, or maybe he heard of these beings and heard stories of them and was, you know, it just captured his imagination and decided to just go nuts trying to recreate either what he saw or what he heard about. Because, I mean, you know, why would he choose, the, you know, the, those specific traits for these people that he wanted to create a perfect race from? And yet, you know, you, you, there's this story of these Nordic blondes that are like perfect beings themselves. So it makes you wonder if that was kind of his motivation for this whole wild thing that he was trying to do. Well, the, the, the thing, one of my problems with it is that how much, uh, what's the word? How much like, uh, information, like, how much of that could he have like been in contact with, or like how much could he have like been absorbed, like whether it's through, through literature or you know word of mouth? Like how much of it was he around in the '30s and '40s? Like how much could he have really been influenced by that stuff? Oh, proof. Like where pretty where big. did that influence come from, though? Where would it have come from? It, it could have come from from anywhere. I mean, there's there's stories all around the world of these things. You know what I'm saying? 
So, I mean, and just look at, you remember the video? Um, I, I forget the date. I have all this stuff on my, in my computer archive. Um, the footage from the, from Russia of that crash, uh, crashed saucer that was in the, in the, in the forest. I don't think you so. ever seen that footage. Is it, is it, no, I know. I'm thinking about white sands, New Mexico. No, I don't know what you're talking about. No. Well, so there's this video that's out that shows this object, um, on its side crashed, like embedded into the ground near this, the, the edge of this forest and the trees are kind of broken up and everything. And, um, you know, it's touted as a, a, a legitimate footage of, um, uh, a crashed, you know, UFO retrieval from Russia. And, um, I mean, it, to this day, it has not been debunked. And the reason for that is because in, during one of the recordings of the film, the guy filming is on the truck, on the top of a truck going towards the location. And as he's going towards the location, you can see in the distance on the left side is another truck coming in from the opposite direction. So it's kind of closing in like this from both sides, right? And the video actually was found from that truck. And in that video, you could see the guy who's filming on the other truck, which proves that this incident was more than likely 100% real. And that object you were looking at was a legitimate UFO that, you know, either they brought down or crashed in some way, whatever. But, you know, it, it was it was there. So they had, and if it's real, that means they have it. So it's possible that something like that could have happened during the time of Hitler and they recovered something and it just fascinated the shit out of them. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. I want it to be true. That, that's the other problem. I want it all to be true. I want every piece of it to be true. It's the the problem is is I'm a believer. That's the problem. You know, <laughs> it's like you can't have a responsible conversation with me because I want it to be true. It's like I'm sitting here in my studio trying to like be like, oh, but what if? Oh, but I don't know. But I'm like, yes, yes, please, yes, Andy, let it be true. <laughs> But I like it's dangerous. I really shouldn't be that way, but I, I wanted to be that way. Um, by I don't the, think there's anything wrong with it. By the way, time fucking flew, Andy. We're almost at an hour and thirty minutes. I noticed. I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> time flew. We're we're coming towards the end. Jesus, like I felt like we just started. I know it didn't even feel like that long. Isn't that crazy? I like how um, the first time we recorded, we were we were much more like direct and we talked about like specific things but now we're kind of just bullshit and i, I kind of like that but this is honestly this is how exactly how i would want to do my uh podcast just yeah shoot shit, you know yeah i don't i'm not i'm not crazy of, of the, the whole interview format the way that you know it's built and i ask you this question you answer me like i just want to have a conversation oh yeah no yeah free-flowing conversation is great that's what most of my episodes are like if not all um do you plan on uh, where, where? Where are you located? New York. New York. That's right, man. We got to get you down here one day. I'm like an hour. Well, you're New York State, I'm sure. So you're probably a lot further away than I realize. But one day, you ever gotta you go into Cape May or something or whatever. You let me know. Not that I live in Cape May, but fucking, <laughs> yeah, we'll get you in the studio. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I want, I, I hope. You get everything you want out of that, and I hope 
I, I hope the people that actually support you, the people that are interested in what you do, or the people that like you, I think, I, I hope they get something out of it too. Um, and I want, if any, if anybody's still listening that is going to su- subscribe to Andy or is a subscribe to Andy, I'm going to say this as someone who's still starting their journey, who's still at the beginning of podcasting and, and creating content, even though Andy's done it longer than I have, it will be his first podcast. Fucking go easy on the guy, okay? This shit's, not it's not easy like okay it's not i'm not like mining for coal like it's not fucking hard but it's not easy you know like it gets weird sometimes so there's gonna be growing pains and i but i hope i hope you learn a lot from and i hope it grows with you you know i appreciate it thank you very much absolutely man but uh unfortunately things do have to end eventually this was this went by so quick I know. <laughs> I didn't expect. I had I had work today, and then I had to record another episode, and then I had to record this. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be such a long day. But this went by fast. Um, is there anything else you want to say before we sign off? Not just stay tuned. You know, for for May, it's gonna it's it's gonna be a lot bigger than people think. <laughs> Hell yeah! Like, Hell yeah! Real big. Well, I'm excited, man. Look, come back anytime. But um, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for watching. And we will catch you in the next one, all right? Peace. Thank you.